Michael and Heifert present This Week in Horror. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Heifert. And I'm Sickle, and we're Sickle and Heifert. We're the Unhallowed Reviewers, and we are going to be talking some Mile High Horror Film Festival 2021 preview, highly anticipated things stuff. Whew, take a breath. Yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah, extra- uh, extravaganza bash. This year, um, Mile High Horror Film Festival is back. That's really cool. Uh, that's a Colorado festival. That's, uh, you know, where we haunt the most is up in Colorado. It's right above where our houses are. So it's easy to get through the, you know, veil, if you will. And so uh, whenever festivals happen in Colorado, uh, it's pretty sweet. This one's virtual, but it, it bodes good things to the future because I think this was originally at Alamo Draft House in Littleton. Um, the original Mile High Horror Film Festival. And so if it comes back, you might see it around town at the new Alamos they have all over the place, which I would be great with, or maybe they won't. Who knows? I don't know. But it's exciting nonetheless to have local film festivals. So uh, we're going to talk about what we're excited about, and we're not going to talk about what we're not excited about. So get ready to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. You wanna, okay, cool. So there's not a ton of feature films at Mile High Film Festival this year, Mile High Horror Film Festival this year. Uh, there's there's six, I think. Six is the number. Um, that's not neither good nor bad. You know, there's a lot of shorts. It's just a smaller festival. Um, but there's two of them that I'm especially, ex- especially excited about. Especially excited about. Um, and I don't know about uh, XX specially, re-specialized. Uh, you need three X's in there if you're really excited. Yeah, XX specially. Um, I don't know how many are you. How many are you excited, interested in, slash excited for? Uh, there were three that I was looking at. Um, that yeah, that I that I was thinking that I was I was excited about. Okay, but. the first one I, I'm kind of interested in is called Brain Freeze. It's a it's a, a Canadian horror film, uh, and it, the 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 tagline is not tagline. The the synopsis or the short synopsis is a fertilizer used in rich gated communities becomes a source of a genetic mutation that transforms its residents into zombies. So. That seems cool, and I'm wondering if like brain freeze is gonna have something to do with like how they deal with the zombies, and it's always cool to see different takes on zombies. So, if they're like plant-based zombies, then maybe you can't just take the head off or something. You have to do something else, which is cool because it's a different way to take monster movies and and so on and so forth. Now, I I don't know if was this on your list. It was, yeah. Um, it, it, I I'm getting this weird like uh, I was telling Efrid I was getting this weird vibe from it like. Uh, I, the, if you were looking at the movie poster and like reading that synopsis, you think um, it sounds like a you know horror comedy. Like that's the realm where it would be operating from. It's got kind of a wacky element to it. And, like the the cover, like there's this uh, clearly one of the zombies. It's like they're trying to keep her around or something. So she's got this like birdcage thing on her head, and so it looks it looks goofy. But then you like I, I was you know we were looking around at like you know screenshots and stuff and. Like, a lot of the screenshots look really serious with, like, this drab lighting and, like, drab color scheme and, and coloring. And I, I, I was like, man, this looks way more serious if you're just looking at the screenshots. You would never think it was a horror comedy at all. So, mm-hmm. um, but that actually makes me kind of more interested in it. I'm wondering what, where, where the line is going to be because uh, it, it kind of reminded me of um, uh, the, uh, uh, Hellboy, the boys from County Hell. Uh, oh, yeah. Shuttered. Like, that one looked like a pure horror comedy if you're just watching the trailer. But then you watch the movie, and it's not that funny in quite a few scenes. Like, it takes it pretty seriously. Oh, and, yeah. And, and and way more seriously than I thought it was going to. 
Uh, and and but so, that kind like, of, you know, but it did still have comedy in it, which I thought was a nice yeah. juxtaposition to in that movie, is because it could have just been a frat boy vampire movie, but it was more than that. Yeah, I it like took itself a little bit more seriously yeah. than expected, um, which is yeah, like you said, it's a good thing. But um, it knew when to like drop a laugh every once in a while and kind of lighten things up. So uh, maybe Brain Freeze will be the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the other one I'm excited about is called Two Witches. Uh, the cover looks really cool, and um, I don't know. I just witches are kind of a cool thing. They're like supernatural, but not supernatural, but they are supernatural. So I'm I'm always in, in it. I mean, I saw the Queen of Black Magic last year at uh, I think it was mile it wasn't mile high it was maybe it was mile high i don't know but i saw the queen of black magic and i was like oh this is really cool this is like a remake of the old one but it was a really cool witch movie and i i really underestimated how much i was going to enjoy it so i'm wondering if this is going to be in the same vein of like really entertaining witch movies and not like the vvh but like an actual entertaining witch movie hey yeah <laughs> yeah i um this one was on my list too i thought that it looked pretty um uh intense uh, I I, I kind of thought that it was maybe kind of, like you said, kind of bring back, like, the horror element of witches. Um, witches have been kind of treated like either anti-heroes or, like, this, you know, the very subtle, uh, the subtle horror of, like, the Vivovich, uh, and, uh, but, or just, like, just straight up just, you know, goofy kids' movies. Like, uh, what is it? Bed, bed, naps, bed, 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 broomsticks? Whatever that is, you know. Which is a Eastwick, that's not a kids movie, but like just being goofy, it's not a horror movie. And this one looks like a legit horror movie with witches. And yeah. I, I will say that it's kind of funny because like the movie is called Two Witches, not very creative. And it seems like it's about two, it's just just two brothers. Uh, it's uh, it's about two witches. Like it's it seems like it's two stories, one, like one story with a witch and another story with a witch. It looks like and, Crash to me, like there's going to be a lot of coinciding things happening. That yes yeah I I one hundred percent agree I, I was getting that kind of vibe from it like there's got to be a reason like this feels like it's got to be interconnected it's not like, I mean I I would be maybe a little bit even if it was really good there might be a slight disappointment to me if it just ended up being like literally just two stories about witches yeah <laughs> like two separate stories um like a, just a really short half and half anthology um <laughs> that, that isn't to say that I still wouldn't enjoy it but um I would be like oh. It seemed like that would be something that you'd want to interconnect, but yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, so what was the last movie that you were interested in seeing? So I'm kind of interested in this one um, called Sweetie, You Won't Believe It. Um, uh, I thought that it looked uh, pretty goofy. It it looks like a, it's like a horror comedy, um, and I I believe it's, uh, I believe it's Taiwanese. I'm really sorry if I'm misremembering that, but um, it gave me this kind of like Tucker and Dale vs. Evil vibe of like using kind of over the top gore for a slapstick comedy. Um, but it's basically about these guys that go on a fishing trip and they witness a murder from these like crazy psychos and just all, you know, kinds of chaos breaks loose and they <laughs> everything just kind of goes crazy. And it, it's part of the reason was this guy was like trying to get away from his, one of the friends was trying to get away from his pregnant wife, I guess for the weekend or something. So he's like coming back with this crazy story. So I guess that's why it's called Sweetie. You won't believe it, but um, <laughs> it looks pretty insane. Um, and I I don't know. It it probably won't be necessarily quote unquote good, but I have a feeling it's pretty safe on the entertainment spectrum. Like yeah. it'll probably at least be a fun watch. Kind of like Making a Murder or whatever that movie was last year. Like where you're like that's gonna be entertaining even if it's not scary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. 
Alright, so let's dig into shorts. Uh, we're not gonna spend- I don't think we can spend too much time on shorts, because shorts are what we really like, so there's probably- a, there is a ton of them that I think we all want to see, but, uh... Uh, do you want to do, like, top fives, or do you want to just kind of go through the ones real quickly that we're interested in? Let's do- let's do the latter. I actually don't have a top five. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, I just went from top to bottom, so I picked a bunch that I'm kind of like... I, I'm- yeah, so I'll just start. So Meow2- hashtag Meow2 is another- is a Ryan Kruger- joint or a movie or a short it's the guy who did fried berry and i hated fried berry so i want to see if this is any different or if it's just more of the psychedelic bullshit <laughs> that's fair are you interested um, in this one at all uh that one wasn't on my list okay. i was trying to um i mean I, i'm almost interested in every horror short mm -hmm. but uh i mean I, I i feel like it's pretty hard for me to not be interested in one uh, but no, that one didn't make my particular list. My top one was uh, my top one was Sink. Um, I love when a horror short like tests the boundaries of like how you do storytelling. Like um, I feel like horror shorts in particular have like a really uh, open mind to like various types of mediums and like how to use it. So in this one, it's a guy that is like falling apart from this like attack by something and you don't know what it is. But the entire uh, horror short is shot from a single camera angle above a, a bathroom sink. Um, and that just sounded really interesting to me of, you know, just like getting a whole story from that angle. And I bet we probably don't get more than maybe a handful of words, maybe the guy cussing because it's like, you know, his arms coming off or something. But mm -hmm. like, I, I just, it just seems like something you're going to get this entire story from just this single angle. And that just sounded really interesting to me. And I, I bet it's going to be probably one of the best ones. Uh, both both an artistic but also just being able to interpret the story from the single shot and like being able to and, and be entertained and enjoy it from that yeah i agree uh another one that i was kind of looking at maybe being interesting is a darker place a short horror film because it looks like it has some interesting practical effects in it um as far as the monster goes the, the plot's kind of straightforward but uh it kind of looks like it could be a cool little journey fantasy horror romp yeah, that one made my list, too. Um, I, I mean, it looks like it's going to be fun. We're going to get a creature in it, which makes both of us happy. Mm -hmm. um, but then on top of that, it's got this kind of, like... It, it seems like the message on the side is, like... Um, it, it's basically kind of not even a metaphor. It's just basically a, a more extreme, uh, like, uh, supernatural interpretation of what soldiers go through. Where, like, this soldier is chasing this creature into another dimension. And it's, like, well, how far should a soldier go to risk his life for something that may not really have any impact on him at all? Like, him or life or anybody else. Like, if he did, you know, like, you know, if, if do I really need to risk my life to do this? Mm -hmm. You know, wh who am I helping by doing this? Other than the government just told me to do it. So, I, I do, I, I'm, I, it seems like it might be exploring some elements of that, um, which I'm sure is something that, uh, you know, we're not, big uh, political people so it's not that part of the angle that i like uh, that i'm caring about it's the it's the personal side of it like i bet this is a real struggle for soldiers that like get put into risky situations it's like am i doing who is this for who am i helping like what am, is this making a difference is this important mm -hmm. and um i would imagine chasing a monster through a gateway would be something that you'd eventually be like uh is this really worth it like who is this helping yeah <laughs> So, I don't know, it, it, that, yeah, I thought that one seemed really interesting, too. What's your next one? Uh, my next one um, was uh, Minimally Invasive. Okay. Um, this one uh, was about, like, it's about an ancient, 
anxious patient uh, that uh, fears uh, that his concerns are, are being ignored uh, while he's going through a re routine operation that is like yielding unexpected findings. And I thought this one sounded like, I, I mean, like I have a big, or, you know, I used to, you know, when I was alive, I had a big fear of the doctor. I didn't like going like, you know, I, I, I was fine when I was holding the pointy thing, but if somebody's holding the pointy thing at me, I wasn't too happy about it. So <laughs> I, I didn't like, I don't know, th like, so, you know, that was a, that's a pretty common phobia being scared of like going to the doctor especially going under having surgery things like that and it this one kind of dives it seems to you know dive into that phobia and it hitting a lot of different angles like uh-oh his procedure's going wrong but also the doctors are being pretentious and pious and like ignoring him like, uh -huh. aren't really seeming to help him which is also a really scary thing because like sometimes you get those doctors and nurses that have no bedside manner whatsoever yeah and that's You're like, I'm supposed to pretty scary Exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like this one could be kind of a good blend of like, uh, you know, catharsis by like, you know, uh, therapy experience, experience therapy. therapy yeah. yeah. Exposure therapy. Thank you. And, uh, but also probably being pretty funny, I would imagine. Yeah. I was on my list too. So I was like, oh, this seems like it could be interesting. I want to see it. It could be like body horror-ish too, depending on how it goes. So, and yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. I think some of the coolest stories were written from the perspective of someone who's just going to the doctor to try to get something they need fixed, and then shit happens. Crazy shit happens. So, yeah, um, totally. Uh, one of them I want to mention that we've seen already that I thought was pretty good, so if you're going, you should see, is Feed Your Muse. It was at Telluride last year. Um, oh, yeah, that was good. It was cool. Go watch it. We're not going to talk about it, but uh, just a short mention there. Uh, the one other one that's on my list is this Golem movie from Australia. Uh, I'm, I'm, it, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Like, it's cool. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> like, it, it, you don't have to sell me on a movie called Golem about actual, you know, uh, Golem. So, I'm interested to see Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I'm very interested in that mythos. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I definitely would, I, I love to see that be, um, executed well. Uh, there was a movie recently that came out, a horror movie that came out called The Golem. And it was pretty slow and drab and, I don't know. It wasn't all that great to me. Uh, it, it didn't uh, approach the mythos in a way that I would like to see it approached. I think that um, one of the better examples is X-Files. There was an X-Files episode um, that had a golem in it um, that I thought was uh, executed pretty well. The story was interesting in the way that they handled the mythos. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see where this could go uh, because, you know, in, in the mythos, they're generally used as this, like, you know, this inanimate or, like, inorganic device for uh you know helping you know saving the jewish people and so like the fact that this is set in the very beginning of world war ii uh it's like candy man-esque you know it, yes yeah it seems to get that yeah this i'm getting that kind of vibe from this short so it's only yeah, five minutes though so i'm kind of worried about that uh, it's pretty short so we probably won't get it might just it. dive right into it yeah just dive maybe. right into it it's true <laughs> all right what's your next one uh my next one was out at night uh this one sounded like it's it's going to cover a lot in its 17-minute runtime. Like, it's about a drifter that's, you know, down on his luck and everything. And this guy, like, uh, pulls over and says, like, hey, you do me some favors. I'll give you some money and stuff. And you're like, okay, this is uh, getting weird. What's this about? And then so he gets in the car because he really needs money. And uh, then they end up, like, getting, a, like, they find this girl in the middle of the night um that like comes across their car and then all of a sudden something's like attacking their car and you're like what is going on this thing is all over the place this this uh you know the trailer for this short 
so it, there was just so much going on, and it looked like a ton of character development and a lot of thought put into the story that this one would be pretty interesting to me. But yeah, I see, agree. I'm man, in the same boat. Awesome. I was reading the description. I was like, oh my god, oh my gosh, it keeps going. Like, so I'm yeah. interested to see like what happens because. Um, I think it'll be pretty cool to see this like kind of story unfold. Absolutely. Uh, the next one I put on here is like the, it's called the Guard Station. I'm excited about this one. Um, another one of those ones where I was reading and I was like, ah, it seems boring. There's a fire. Oh shit! There's a shape shifting creature. Okay, cool. Let's see what happens there. And it's got a pretty cool like poster <laughs> slash like thing too with this giant kind of crazy fire hand thing. I don't know. It looks really cool. Yeah, that was one that um, it just missed my cut, but I do remember reading about it and being really interested in it. In it, um, and yeah, I, yeah. If you've got a fire demon coming out of a pit and a guy that doesn't even necessarily need to be afraid of fire to be scared of that, but he is on top of it, so <laughs> that could be. Yeah, I feel like that one's gonna that one is gonna be a lot of fun. Hopefully, visually, mm -hmm. it feels like it'll be really fun. All right, what's your next one? My next one was playing with spiders. Dude, uh, I have that one too. <laughs> yeah, I thought the synopsis sounded really interesting. This kind of goes back to like the soldier thing. Like I, I feel like there's an element of this that's tackling um, a a human element of something that you don't really think about very often. So like it's about, uh, or it says it's you know on the eve of uh, ritual suicide, the most devout follower in a spider worshiping cult receives a visit from a powerful demon. With dawn approaching, she must choose between this demonic spider and her abusive leader, and. That last line I found to be really interesting. Like, I never really thought about it before, but if you're in a dark cult that's, like, trying to summon something that's darker than what you are, do you want that or not? Like, what, like, where, which way are you supposed to go? And, like, at what point do you stop following the cult leader and you start following the thing that you're trying to summon? And, or, like, do you run from both? Like, is this, like, oh, crap, never mind. I changed my mind. I'm getting away from both these, you know? It just seems that's not a dynamic that I've really thought about very much but it's totally true like when do you start second guessing what you're doing yeah for sure like i thought that the premise was pretty cool too like if the cult's not with the god then do you, who you choose like yeah it's interesting it's an interesting kind of a um commentary about religion too in general so yeah yeah definitely i think that that one will be a really interesting one to see and and of course we're both wanting to see what the demon spider is mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. My next one is um, Koreatown Ghost Story. Um, it's got Margaret Cho in it, so I'm kind of interested in seeing what she's doing nowadays. And I think it could be kind of interesting to see uh, a kind of if it's you know if it's actually like a Korean ghost story, you know, or if it's like a you know kind of a Koreatown ghost story in terms of like you know what's been brought over to the U.S. and the different kind of mythos. And I think it'll be kind of cool and educational. And I think. Uh, Asian ghosts and Asian demons and stuff like that are pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, that one didn't make my list. Um, so I'm just gonna move on. Okay, go for it. Um, this this is my last one. Uh, uh, Wolf in dude's clothing. <laughs> I just read <laughs> I just, that one and I was like, nope. <laughs> I just thought it sounded hilarious. Uh, but it's just about a starving wolf finds a suit of a, a suit of human skin, crawls inside, and becomes a man. And I just think that the, that synopsis in the title, Wolf in Dude's Clothing, I, I'm hoping it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it kind of would have to be, or it's going to be just artsy and terrible. Yes, yeah. So hopefully it's just just one of the funnier horror shorts that, we, that we'll that we see and just get a good laugh out of it. 
Mm-hmm. All right, the, I have four, five more, five more. Uh, I'm oh, not going to go through all of them, but uh, the thing that ate the birds seemed like it could be cool. It has the potential to be really cool if the thing that's eating is birds is actually going to be interesting, or if it's just a per- person, then I don't care, right? It's like it's a coin flip. <laughs> um, Last Chance seems like a really good, interesting, like... I don't know. I want to see what happens. Like, I just want to see what happens. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I want to see what happens. <laughs> so, Last Chance is about three ladies who break into someone's house, and they end up realizing their way in a way over their heads. So, I'm gonna, is it going to be, like, Murder Party? Is it going to be something like that, you know? Um, what was that new movie that came out where the kid drops in on the serial killer meeting? Um, do you remember that one? It was on Shudder. He you drops know? in on the what? He, like... Uh, it's called Vicious Fun. Um, it's like, oh, Vicious Fun. Yeah, yeah. Where, kinda, yeah, he gets yeah. the AA for serial yeah. killers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Life in a Box seems like it could be really interesting, and uh, Taiwanese horror is like one of those things I think they do really well when it's done well. So if it's done well, it'll be really cool. Um, uh, Nagula, it looks like a, uh, you know, a cool Wild West one, and I'm all for a Wild West, uh, Weird West. Sorry, Weird West horror. Um, I'm all in. And the last one is Prudence, because I think it could be really interesting. It, it makes me think kind of the void. Not as, like, crazy as the gore and stuff, but, you know, like, if you woke up and there was a bunch of people chanting outside your house, like, that would be terrifying. So I'm interested to see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I guess I missed that one. That, that, that synopsis sounds very interesting. <laughs> it says, yeah, it says, In a winter in 1893, Prudence hears strange chanting outside her cabin. Uh, that's it. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm interested. It, it's only five minutes, so it's not a huge investment, but it could be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it sounds interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's that's kind of where I landed on the shorts. I mean, obviously, I'd like to watch as many as possible. I think, actually, The Legend of Beaver Dam looks kind of fun, too. Um, it says, while camping, while camp, when a campfire song awakens an evil monster, it's up to nerdy Dan Zigwit to become the hero and save his fellow campers from a bloody massacre. Uh, that sounds really fun to me, actually. I don't know why I missed it. I, I must have closed it or something, but it looks like it could be pretty dumb and fun. I thought I thought Wee Woo sounded interesting, too. I, I thought it, it sounds... did, too, but it's, it sounds like it's really serious. Yeah, and which doesn't match the title at all. No, not at all. Because, yeah, Wee Woo just sounds ridiculous, but it did sound it does sound interesting. Like, it, I could see that, um, that one being, like, uh, a really funny punchline or a really good scare. But... Mm-hmm. And I think there's two that, like, could be interesting depending on what ends up happening. Because I think, personally, I have a a penchant to ignore animated movies because of um, that stupid god thing. That's, like, it was really long and really drawn out. And it it was, like, cool animation and stuff, but it just didn't make sense to anybody that wasn't eating and smelling their own farts. Remember that one? It's at Telluride this year. It's a full, like... Mad God. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, anytime I see, like animation like 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 stop motion animation i'm like wary so bobby yeah looks like it could be interesting but i'm also like very wary and death at the death in the winemaker seems like it could be cool but it's going to be like a pretty cliche story i think it's just, i think the animation is what's going to sell that one it's opposed to the story yeah so all right well we actually i we finished that way quicker than i thought we would uh so you know <laughs> um make sure you uh, it starts the seventh so this the day this podcast comes out is the day that Mile High Horror Film Festival starts. You can go on and get uh, five five movie passes or ten movie passes. Um, 
all the information's on their website. Uh, it's really easy to find. Just Google it and, you know, check it out. Support local festivals if you're in Colorado. Um, if you're not local to Colorado, you can now see this festival virtually. So make sure you take advantage of that while it's still a thing that happens. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next time. See ya.